This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director since 1977, so I remember things people don't want me to remember sometimes. going to be talking to Eric Pineapple Weber, CEO of the Union Gospel Mission here in Sioux Falls, Laura Thompson, an administrative assistant and pastor to the Women's Division. And uh, Eric, we, we've had you on a couple of years now, and they call you Pineapple, I guess, because you're from Hawaii, isn't it? Yes, I'm native Hawaiian. Laura, I guess, uh, administrative assistant at the Women's Pastor, a lot of people don't realize that uh, how many different buildings are there with the, the Union Gospel Mission? We have two buildings. We have the men's building and then the admin and women's center building. And, Eric, the uh, the men's building, I guess, is, is your office. Uh, do you have a thrift store? We do. We have a thrift store. Um, that is in the 701 building. The 220 Weber building is our kitchen and men's center. Now, do you have separate uh, meals, or do you eat meals all together? Nope, we have separate meals, so we serve the women um, in their facility. They have a kitchenette that they get to eat in, and then the rest of the guests for the men and the public get to eat at the 220 North Weber. Well, it's uh, since what eight, since 1926, or how old is the... Uh, 123 years 123 old. 23 years old, yeah. Well, that, that's over the century, Mark, I guess. Yes. Now, Fran, we used to talk to him for half a century, I think. Uh, is he still around? Uh, Fran is still around. Uh, he's not at the mission. Um, uh, he's still out about doing some things. And um, I haven't seen him in about a year or so. Well, give us the history a little bit. I, I guess the guy was in prison for shooting somebody, but then... Uh, tell us the story of how the Union Gospel Mission started. Well, it started with Mother Wheaton, and she came from New York, and she planted the first uh, mission in the United States, and then went across the uh, prairie and ended up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, um, and needed to uh, do another mission. And so the guys that started the mission was... Yeah, pardon. Yep. So he got pardoned and was allowed out and then um, knew that there's a need for men that were getting out of prison and the people in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, that needed a place to stay. And, you know, being the divorce capital of the world, um, he there was a lot of homeless men because they were living in the hotels for six or seven months. Yeah, if they lived in the Cataract Hotel for six, six months or so, they could get a legal divorce in South Dakota, which at that time was a cookie divorce. Yes, and it was the only place in the nation that you can get a divorce is right here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They have a um, kind of a hidden carriage entrance to the old Cataract Hotel so that people could come and go without people seeing them get in and out of the carriage because uh, there were some big famous people that came to Sioux Falls back at that time. But getting back to the Union Gospel Mission, uh, you know, the uh, the State Theater was known as an opera house back then, and there was tunnels between that and, and the Cataract Hotel. But uh, how many people are you, are you working or serving with now in the women's and the men's uh, Union Gospel Mission? In the men's, we're doing an average of 70 a night, and the women's, we're doing around 35 to 40 a night. And then it just keeps on growing. Depends if it gets colder. The, the minute it's starting to get colder, then the more people will come in. Right now, the weather is pretty normal uh, for being outside. If There's a lot of people that like to be outside and can't come inside because there's snow on the ground and stuff. So what we're looking at is people are kind of holding off about coming into the mission until they really have to. Well, we've talked to you, you know, a couple of years here, uh, Eric, and every time I say there's somebody that passes away in the wintertime in the cold, it just freezes outdoors, 
And I think we had two last year. Yeah, we had two last. Actually, we had more than two. Um, I think last year there was four um, that were frozen to death that had issues. This year, not so much so far, but the drug issue is the problem this year. You know, there's a lot of um, guys that are doing too many drugs and actually um, overdosing. And so this year I've saved probably three guys with Narcam and got them back to life as, as they were laying in our streets and in our parking lot. Are we seeing fentanyl? Fentanyl. That's what it was? That's what it was. And so these guys were laying there. I got to work about 6.30 in the morning. There was a guy laying in our parking lot, and um, I just got my, my Narcam to administer to help somebody if I needed it the day before. And then that day, um, I was able to use it that morning. Um, it was in my car, and I was ready. And, um, you know, unfortunately, he he over, overdosed. And um, I was able to help him. And then, you know, then he, then you see him around later and he still needs help. There's mental issues. Yes. Most people say, now how, you know, if you go back to Clockwork Orange and, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest and all those things back in the 50s and 60s, I guess, um, it was warehousing, but then they just dumped everybody on the street and, and nothing else happened. Uh, right. Camarillo State Hospital, one flew over the cuckoo's yeah. nest. I used to live near there in California, and um, it the, the Camarillo State Hospital closed, and they just let everybody out. But is, is warehousing the answer to get them off the street? Oh, I think to deal with mental illness, you need to really take a good look at it and say what's causing the mental illness and how can we help? There's a lot of people out there that have multi-personalities that don't need to be on the street that's psychotic or schizophrenic and things like that, and they're danger to others and danger to themselves. But then there's the others that are just the normal I would say mental illness with depression and anxiety and, you know, they're dealing with their childhood adversities and things like that. And um, they need help too as well, but they need medication. And I think if you, the people that get out of prison um, are medicated for 25 years, they get out of prison and they give them two pills in a meal. And then what do they do for the rest of the time? But they've been medicated all this time and they get out of prison and they're coming to the mission and they, they only have two days worth of or day worth of medication. And then they have to wait 30 days to 60 days to get more medication. Also, one in three homeless uh, is is a veteran. Yes. Uh, the numbers are going down a little bit, but it's still too much. PTSD, um, they're there by choice um, because of, of PTSD and all that type of thing. Uh, it's not really one answer to all of it, I guess, in a sense. But that's one thing that the Unity Gospel Mission is, is uh, you're there. Yep, we're there. So we open our doors to help anybody in need. It doesn't matter if you're housed or not housed. Um, it, we, we do from the broke, broke in to the broke, broken into the rich, to the richy rich, right? So there's guys that come down to the mission. They want to serve and they have good jobs and they, they, we, we also serve them too as well. Mm -hmm. And so we're also, so they're side by side with people in poverty and you know, the, well, I remember last year I had a couple of millionaires sitting with me in the men's center uh, eating lunch amongst everybody else, and it was just like it was normal. They didn't, you know, they didn't care. And so nobody knew who they were, but but they weren't afraid, and they were still there. So we're serving the riches of the rich and the poorest of the poor, and we're, it, no man is is better than the other. We just love them all. And so it's like rich man, poor man, we don't care. We just love you. 
Eric Weber, CEO of the Union Gospel Mission Sioux Falls. Laura Thompson, you're the uh, assistant uh, administrator, but uh, women's pastor. Now, going over to the women's building now, um, women have a, a, a different set of problems, don't they? Yes, they do. Some of them do. Yep. But most of them are maybe coming out of uh, a relationship, or is it alcohol and drugs, too? I think it's a mixture. I think coming out of uh, a domestic Domestic abuse relationship, um, trafficking, mental health, all those are about the main three. Well, now, the call to freedom we have on every once in a while uh, for human trafficking, mm-hmm. and it, it really shocked me. They have a staff now of 28 people in Sioux Falls to handle the human trafficking in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Um, but you see that, too. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, we especially we have um, a youth program uh, for young adults, actually, um, ages 14 to 24. And we have helped a few girls from trafficking get off the streets at the mission. Are we seeing anything from the southern border? We are. We're seeing people coming in, um, but it's not necessarily they're from Mexico. We have people from China. Yeah. Know, staying at the mission we have people from south sudan and you know all all it just doesn't they might come in through the border south of the border but they're not just hispanic so we do see some hispanics that are coming in um but nothing so major just yet uh it's coming i believe that you know as soon as they can't afford los angeles they're going to come up this way and but you know we have this little thing that's kind of a roadblock for people is 30 below zero. Yes, I uh, remember going to a convention in Las Vegas, and I said, well, at least we don't have uh, homeless people in South Dakota. And they said, yeah, they all come down here <laughs> so, in the wintertime, but, uh, and they do. Uh, Laura, are we seeing any um, children that are being trafficked? Um, yes. I think just the younger, probably 16, 17 years old that are being trafficked. Are we seeing the the young minor that's uh, got Uncle uh, Charles, but it's not really Uncle Charles? We have seen that, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it in Sioux Falls. In fact, people don't like me saying it. Uh, we don't have that in Sioux Falls, but we yes, do. we do. We're on the crossroads of two major interstates, like 90 and 29. Um, we've got more uh, going on than you think. In fact, uh, DCI was telling me a couple of years ago there was a guy from the cartel that was in the penitentiary still operating his his drug uh, uh, use out of the penitentiary, even though they were recording the phone calls. He didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, are we seeing cartel? I believe we are. Um, we've had some near the mission, um, but not in the mission. We, we've seen some guys coming in uh, looking for other people. Um, and, you know, they're are they there? They're asking questions. Um, so, you know, I've been around folks with Rolexes and nice shoes and, you know, $100,000 Escalades and stuff like that. And when that kind of pulls up and they're looking for their cousin Juan or their cousin Gerald, you know, um, you're like, hmm, okay. Talking to Eric uh, Weber, CEO of the Union Gospel Missions, Sioux Falls. They call you Pineapple because you're from Hawaii, but actually you worked the Union Gospel or the, the mission in, in L.A. for some time, right? Yep. I was there for just volunteering and helping out there as well. So and you've seen what's happening in, in L.A. Is that kind of coming here? No. Um, so L.A. is a lot worse than here. They have over 100,000 people that are homeless in Los Angeles in 
Um, we have not hit those numbers. Of course, they have three to four million people in, you know, L.A. area in the basin. And here we don't have that. But we, you know, if you really put it to the numbers of 208,000 people in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and then you look at the homeless problem and the kids that are surfing couches and things, we're pretty situated where it can grow fast. But what's crazy about Sioux Falls is that we have the services to help people. And so a lot of people from Rapid City, Idaho, North Dakota, all over Iowa, they come here for the services because they know that Sioux Falls is going to take care of their needs. Many of the services are being overwhelmed with immigrants right now. Um, programs that were meant for social, for senior citizens and other things like that uh, are really aren't available to them anymore. Uh, the rent keeps going up. It's called uh, gentrification. Uh, there's nothing anybody's doing about it. The rent's going to go up and up. I, what was it? One apartment downtown Sioux Falls, the rent went up uh, $900. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to start people living, seeing people living in tents? Um, no, because we have a tent ordinance in Sioux Falls. So they'll just rip them down and get rid of them. So mm-hmm. um, what ends up happening is that there's people that are surfing uh, couches of other doubled up, tripled up, living in people's garages, you know, finding any place where they can um, because they don't want to come to the homeless shelter and they don't want to admit they're homeless and it's okay. But when we find those folks that come out of the homeless thing and they're like can't pay their rent and things like that, um, it's happening right now. I mean, if you grow 8% a year, inflation goes up. You look around town and you see luxury apartments everywhere. Well, how can a person making nothing, you know, get a luxury apartment? Or a person working at McDonald's making $15 an hour get a luxury apartment? Or if they have a felony or if they have any crime and bad credit and they owe somebody else a new utility bill, they can't get a place to live. Well, the city says they're building affordable apartments, but quote, unquote, is it really affordable? Yeah, I don't know what affordable means anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a, a $20 bill is like a $100 bill now. You know, $20 doesn't go very far. You you can't even go to Jimmy John's uh, for two people for under 20 You can't do it. Hamburgers, $8. Yeah, I agree. So you're seeing on your end, though, the poverty and i guess if you're poverty you know then or now if you're poverty it doesn't make a whole lot of difference but are you seeing a trend increasing then we we are seeing a trend we're seeing more people that need food boxes you know food boxes distributed this month out, out of the mission this is for people that don't live at the mission is 1824 food boxes in the month of november that left Mm-hmm. That that's not for the homeless. This is for the house. This is, is for people with homes. Is this including like the Faith Temple and and Nope. The, this is just us. They they've got almost that many too. Yep. And mm-hmm. the Feeding America or Feeding South Dakota is that included in this? Or, nope. This is just the mission. Well, they've got that much uh, that many themselves too. So you can almost triple that. Yep. This um, is just coming right out of our doors um, Tuesdays and Thursdays from one to five. We're just giving out food and people are in need. And if they can save eighty dollars. To $100 a week, they can stay in their, their place. More people living paycheck to paycheck? I believe so. I mean, some unfortunately, because we are the mission and um, giving's down this year, we're trying to figure a way out to like help our employees. We did get our employees kind of out of the poverty level and bring them up in the last three years. We've actually done a lot of stuff. But we're seeing as inflation goes up, uh, people are not giving as much anymore. They can't afford to? No. 
you know i there's a lady that was on social security and um she said to me um i can't give anymore and i says okay well that's great thank you for giving for so long and so i wrote her a hundred dollar check and reverse give well, that's the Union Gospel Mission I know, Eric Weber's CEO. Laura, tell us more about the, the women's building over there. How many uh, women, and most of these are families, right? Um, well, we have single women and we have moms with kids, uh, baby, all the way up to 11 years old. Now, single women, are these uh, drug and alcohol problems? I would say half and half. Now, when we say drugs and alcohol, the Union Gospel Mission has been, you know, dealing with alcohol since 125 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but are we seeing uh, as much alcohol or, or more drugs? Gosh, I think probably about the same. It doesn't really go away, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, Lord, I, I guess your administrative assistant, uh, you'd be there if you were anything, I guess, in a sense. But uh, yep. why, why the Union Gospel Mission in your personal view? Um, because I love showing people Jesus and sharing the hope that they can have in him. I, I love being there. I love helping people. Um, and just seeing from when they first come in to the transformation when they leave the mission. And yeah, it's, I love it. Do you need volunteers? Yes, we do. A lot of We need a lot of volunteers, (laughs) especially around this time for Christmas. Um, we're, we're getting ready for our Christmas celebration, and we have three chapel services, three meal services, and then we have three different times where we're giving away to our families um, in the community and our guests, you know, free brand new jackets, shoes, socks, knickknacks, you name it, we have it. So um, we just want to bless our community. So we need lots of volunteers to come and just even help sort through the things and get things hung up ready for Christmas. What can people help? Our, our, what would be on your wish list of needs right now? One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long. <laughs> the wish list, my, yeah. the, my wish list is that um, at one time our budget was about $650,000 a year uh, with 20 employees and running the buildings and things like that. Our budget went to like $2.8 million in three years because we are doing more, but we're also making sure that our employees are taken care of and they have benefits and things like that. But uh, we help more people, and so we're giving out more food and we're giving out more clothing, and we don't sell. The majority of the clothes that we give out at the thrift store, we don't sell. It's just all free Mm -hmm. and so you know we have four employees in there um doing it every day uh, well actually from monday through friday and we're just giving the stuff away to people in need and there's a lot of need in sioux falls so volunteers we just volunteers can come in and help sort clothes and get things on the shelf for people to come and get it um and then we volunteer to bring some stuff i'm doing this drive right now clean out your closet drive and so if you clean out your closet uh, come down and drive it to the mission, and we'll we'll take care of it and we'll give it out to people. You got a big loading dock back there in that big old building. It used to be what a auto parts or truck uh, tractor sales. I mean, yeah, Dakota Auto Parts used to be yeah. there, and in in uh, two thousand the mission bought that 
building. Um, basically, they were given that building because of the price that they bought it for. It was amazing. Yeah, a friend told me he almost threw that letter in the, in the wastebasket. There was quite a story to that. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. And he thought it was a joke. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, when you can buy a building, and they just wanted to really bless the mission and, and really help out. And the family of Dakota Auto Parts, they're just amazing. And what they ended up doing was like, that, that was a $300,000 building at that time that they sold it to the mission for. And that thing was worth over a million dollars. Well, it's built... It can you can put almost any load limit on any floor. You're uh, expanding into your what we call the third floor now. Yes, the third floor. So we actually are, are in construction right now, and we're building um, a family center for moms with kids that are 12, 16, 17 boys, and anybody in need up there. So we will have it staffed, ready to go. Um, we're really trying to make sure that even our high school kids that are homeless where their moms are taken care of and they don't have to go somewhere unsafe. Well, it's it's not the stereotype uh, from Wonderful Life uh, soup kitchen type of thing. Um, what, uh, you know, tell us basically, well, first of all, somebody walks in and they can get a winter coat. They're going to be really appreciative or they get bo- boots that uh, they can not get their feet wet. Um, mittens, I mean, uh, there is a certain amount of people that just kind of float around the town and sleep where they can. Yep. Um, but they they hit the mission or the you know the banquet or this they kind of have a, a, a circuit they go around don't they? Yep, they have a pattern. They mm-hmm. have a little you know we'll stay here for thirty days and stay here for six days and go back here and stay there and so they have their little routine of what they do and um, it's just normal. There's one guy that I know that hits three missions in a year. Um, he will go to Fargo. Uh, Sioux Falls, Sioux City, and then back up to Fargo, Sioux Falls, Sioux City. And he does the routine over and over, and he's choosing to be homeless. There, there is a choice to be on, on the street <clears throat> with, mm-hmm. with some people. Eric uh, Weber, CEO, Unity Gospel Mission, Sioux Falls, Laura Thompson, Administrative Assistant, Women's Pastor. Um, how many people work at Unity Gospel now? 53, um, employ- 28 full-time, and then the rest are part-time. So you have quite an economic impact on the city of Sioux Falls, too. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how can people, you know, first of all, you've got Thanksgiving was a big deal. I know, but yes. yeah, that, that's, mm-hmm. you know, you, you serve, how many people did you serve last? For the whole weekend, uh, from Thursday all the way to Sunday, over 2,000. 2,000. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I remember when it was 450, and we thought that was big. Yeah. Um, but now Christmas coming up. Tell us what's 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 on the drawing board, Laura, for Christmas. Um, Christmas uh, for our volunteers. Well, for or just the overall. Overall, you've got uh, what's the Christmas celebration all about? Christmas celebration is where um, people can come to our chapel service and hear all about Jesus and the hope to have in Him. Um, and then we uh, get to serve guests in the community meals, a Christmas meal, a nice warm meal. And then um, we have the distribution where we're going to give out free jackets and shoes. And we have lots of toys for kids where kids will be able to come and pick free toys. Um, and so it's just going to be, it's an awesome day. Our family did it last year. And it's just, it's its a huge blessing um, just to be able to serve people. If I remember right, yeah, the toys grouped into age groups, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now it's we're going to have a room that is just 
jam-packed uh-huh. of toys. And um, this year I was able to actually get find some fishing poles and some bikes and some things like that and um, hoverboards and, you know, things that kids want. And they're all open. We don't wrap anything because we want the kid to actually choose what he would like for Christmas instead of, you know, go home and it's something he didn't want. And we just want them to want what they want. Well, I know many businesses help you with that. Are you uh, still open for people to donate more more presents? Yes, we are. <laughs> if you have an old box of hoodies, um, and you might have had them since 2000, and you have your bank's name on it or a logo of your company, um, bring it down. You'll have walking billboards all over Sioux Falls. You know, bring us your sweatshirts and things like that, because hats, gloves, I mean, if you have a logo on something and it's old and you want to get rid of it or just give it and donate it to the mission, um, you would have three to 400 people uh, in Sioux Falls with your item walking around with your name on. Well, yeah, if you had a walkathon that mm-hmm. maybe was dated 2011 and, and you still have them in a box, well, you can make good use of them there. Yeah. Uh, socks, I suppose, is another thing. Socks and underwear are a big thing. Men's underwear is in kids' underwear. So if you if you have the heart and you want to donate children's underwear uh, for boys and girls, that we need that too. But um, socks, yes, but mostly underwear. It's kind of interesting that um, we can't. A lot of people don't donate underwear, and yeah. it's a big thing. I mean, it's a you can't get that at goodwill, right? But if you have clean underwear, you you have a, you have a good day. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Well, so true. <laughs> that's very true. Um, what is it about downtown Sioux Falls? We have a lot of things centered, you might say, downtown. But there really isn't any place to wash clothes. Uh, there's some some places they can go, uh, I know. But there's not really any public bathrooms downtown, is there? There isn't. I don't think there's public bathrooms downtown at all. Isn't that going to be a problem? or? I think it's already a problem. I think yeah. that, you know, if you're just window shopping and you're downtown and your kid or your family member has to use the restroom and there's no place for them to go, I know that most big, good downtowns have bathrooms, you know, public restrooms. But it's getting harder for them to be public now with liability and, and other things. There used to be a bathroom uh, near the Statue of David. There used to be, all of those have disappeared. Yep. They've been gone. Uh, maybe that's something that people can bring up when they talk about all these things for parks and all that kind of stuff for the city is uh, why isn't there a public bathroom downtown? <laughs> yeah, I think with all the restaurants and things, they rely on the restaurants and people like that, you know. Um it's interesting that, you know, a handful of bad actors makes it worse mm-hmm. for the whole bunch. And it's not a good deal. And, it, and it's kind of a bummer. But in Sioux Falls, we're growing so much downtown. And, you know, it's just you see cranes everywhere. And they still don't have the right facilities to take care of people. We don't want to become San Francisco. Right. Um, we have a dog park for the dogs, but we don't have public restrooms for, for uh, adults. Um there, I guess if I'm if I gave you a magic wand, what would you do? Hmm. I, I know money is the first answer because you can do so much more with the money than if you something donate. But uh, I would build affordable housing and and have it where we can actually take care of people and have wraparound services and you know community health workers there and um, social workers in the building and. Uh, my my dream is to have a place for the mothers that work nights to have a daycare at night 
they call it a sleep care. Your kid goes there to sleep and gets ready, you know, for the morning. They get a good breakfast and they go to school when mom's working nights. People in poverty, um, especially the ladies and the moms, they don't work during the day. They have, they're offered nighttime jobs, overnight jobs, things like that. And if we had the perfect system out there, it would be like housing that's affordable and we can have it where they're teachable too, where we have people coming in to case manage in those apartments or things like that and just make sure that it's doing really well. And I think if we did that in our community, it'll bring a better social environment to the homeless and people in poverty situation. Well, we're coming up on a holiday about a baby in a manger that was turned away um, from the uh, uh, lower. Do you get women that are pregnant? Yes, we do. I believe we have a few right now and one with just a brand new baby. Babies yeah. can't choose their parents, but uh, on the other hand, uh, these these babies are just like any other baby. They have they have needs, mm-hmm. um, and that's part of what the Union Gospel Mission is all about. How can people donate to the Union Gospel Mission? They can give money. They can um, call and ask what we need. Um, they can bring stuff into our admin building or the thrift store. Um, yeah. Go to our website. Yep, go to the website. UGMSuFalls.com. And if they can think of a fundraiser during the year, you can kind of talk to them about that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Come on down and um, let's do some stuff together. We're, we love right. the community coming into the mission because we're better together. Mm-hmm. And if we have more people helping in our situation, um, it will be better. This is not my mission. I just steer the ship. This is Sioux Falls' mission. This is the mission of the people in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and surrounding areas. This is the one place where they know that their money's going to go to good causes. We don't have to become like San Francisco if we plan ahead. Eric Weber, CEO, Union Gospel Mission, uh, Sioux Falls. Laura Thompson, Administrative Assistant, Women's Pastor. I want to thank you for being with us on Forum. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.